So you guys, today, we're going to talk a little bit about relationships. We're going to talk about my top four shows that I've had time to watch on Netflix. Then we'll follow it up maybe with a few hot tracks that I've had time to listen to and some current topics that are going on on social media. So yeah, let's get into it. And I'm doing this thing solo today. Coming through with the latest in pop culture, mental health, music, and so much more. It's time for Caution, It's Hot Topics with your host, Eric. You guys, welcome to episode three. I'm your host, Eric. And I know it's been a while since I have provided you guys any content. It's really been a busy two weeks for me. Um, I got to travel to Arizona to see my best friend graduate with her master's in nursing education. Um, and that was like truly a nice experience because it's been a minute since I've had a vacation. But yeah, um, I felt really bad for not being able to to provide you guys with like new content. And I'm doing this thing solo today because I didn't realize that in the process of recording a podcast, how hard it would be to, you know, link up with people that you're co-hosting with, you know, and finding a schedule that you guys can, you know, like find that time to record. So it's been a learning experience, a a learning curve for me. But, you know, I'm going to get it together and eventually, you know, this thing will be popping like some of, you know, the other podcasts you may have heard. But I'm not down in mind because I feel like I got some really good content, you know, for you guys. Just like today, our um, first topic that we're going to get into, you know, is on the lines of relationships. And so I have a question um, that one of my listeners, you know, provided me from episode two. And that question was like, what makes it so hard to move on from a toxic relationship? So basically, our first topic we're going to be talking about is relationships And like I said, you know, what makes it so hard to move on? And I kind of narrowed it down to maybe like five reasons why it's somewhat hard to, you know, um, move on from a toxic relationship. And the first, I believe, is the time that is invested. When you think about, you know, like how much time you've spent in a relationship with someone And, you know, for everything to just kind of go sour or go, you know, completely left. It's just like, you know, that's time that you can't get back. That's time that you've invested, you know, memories and experiences and, you know, financially, maybe money or, you know, if you guys have went half and half on something like it's just it's it's no telling like what you've really like put into a relationship or what you feel like you've put your all into a relationship you know, for that time to, you know, kind of be like in vain or wasted. So I kind of feel like that's like one of the reasons why it's really hard for people to kind of move on from a toxic relationship because, you know, that's time that you can't get back. You know, it could be, you know, anywhere from a few months to years. And I really believe that if it's years spent in a relationship with someone, that that really makes it like super hard to kind of like move on from that situation because, There's so many like what ifs or you maybe, you know, start thinking about like, hey, like, you know, we've been dating maybe like five, you know, five or six years. Like, you know, we should be in the stages of getting engaged or, you know, talking about marriage and, you know, all of a sudden, like it didn't work out with this person. Like, what the heck? Um, So, yeah, definitely the time that you invest in a relationship 
has a lot to do, you know, with, you know, whether you want to give up on it easily, you know, and relationships aren't easy, you know, like every relationship has its, you know, ups and downs. And, you know, depending on what you guys have been through um, throughout the years, you know, that kind of may weigh on whether, you know, you want to give up on that or, you know, how you feel about that whole time that you've invested in the situation. Um, I believe a second reason it's kind of hard to move on is, you know, during relationships, people sort of like change or lower their standards. And I can say that I've been like a person that's guilty of this. Um, it's kind of speaking from experience, like um, maybe being in a relationship with someone, you know, right off the bat, you know, they may tell you, you know, that they've been hurt you know, in a previous relationship and, you know, they're not ready for, you know, certain commitments or, you know, certain things that maybe you're expecting out of a relationship. And, you know, you kind of start thinking like, you know, hey, you you start trying to be the, the understanding when the person is like, oh, you know, like, I understand this person's been hurt. It's going to take a while for, you know, you to get over, you know, whatever situation, you know, that you were previously in, you know, you never know what kind of, you know, triggers that person may have, you know, moving forward with you, which you're kind of hoping that, you know, now that I think about that, you're kind of hoping like when you get in a relationship that they're already over that, that person. But, you know, we're just going to say that sometimes people bring baggage into new relationships or, you know, they just automatically have it made up in their mind that like, Hey, I'm not ready to go there with this new person yet, or I'm not ready to show this level of emotions to this person because, you know, I'm, I'm scared, you know, that's just, we're all human. That's just part of our defense mechanism, you know, of, you know, not wanting to be hurt again. So I kind of feel like sometimes we can like lower our standards or whatever with trying to be considerate of another person's feelings, but at the same time, kind of like giving up on the things that like we're looking for in a relationship. Like for me, for instance, I can say like being in a situation like that where this person wasn't ready to, you know, fully commit or, you know, like, show a certain level of a, you know, affection or attention. It's just like, you know, I sort of made excuses for them. Like, who's to say that I wasn't, you know, in a relationship previously where, you know, I wasn't, you know, necessarily treated right or that I wasn't hurt, you know, but to lower my standards and be like, oh, you know, well, just because this person's feeling this way, you know, I'm kind of going to push my feelings aside for them and, you know, just in hopes of maybe like the situation turning out how I want it to be. Um, It's just, it's crazy. And I don't know. I feel like a lot of the times in relationships, we, we don't really necessarily realize when we've like lower our standards or we've like changed to, you know, kind of keep the relationship how we want it to be. Um, It can be anything from like a person cheating and, like taking them back after it and you know your thing may be like you know if this person cheated on me you know they've showed me that you know for one I can't trust you 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 know you're not loyal you know I'm not you're obviously thinking about you know more than somebody 
you know, more than me, that in there, there's something out there or someone out there that's providing you something that I can't provide you. You know, those are kind of the general thoughts that go through your head. But then, you know, you start thinking about once again, like I can bring up that time that you've invested in that relationship and, you know, how you and this person have grown in your affection for each other. And you kind of maybe may forgive them or give them a second chance. But are we lowering our standards when we do that? You know, like, and then who's to say, like, you know, forgiving that person if you're still not going to kind of carry those carry those thoughts or carry those issues, you know, over in, you know, like giving that person a second chance. Like, oh, you know, I'm giving you a second chance, but you're going to have to that person's still going to have to build, you know, that trust back with you. So it's oh, my gosh, relationships are just like really complicated when you think about it, Ugh. which is probably why I'm single now. Um, another reason I think it's, you know, kind of hard to move on from toxic relationships is the fear of being alone, honestly, um, because it's nice having someone, you know, there with you that you can talk to. That's kind of like your best friend that you share everything with, that you're intimate with, you know, that you can see yourself like you know, maybe growing old or you can see, you know, your situation blooming into something, you know, really nice, like companionship is really what it is, what it's about. Like we all kind of like need that companionship in our life. Nobody wants to be alone. And sometimes I think it's really hard to, you know, think about what life would be, be like beyond, you know, the relationship with that person that you're currently in. Or that toxic relationship, you know, that you've, like, given up. Like, how can I see myself with somebody else or, you know, like, starting over? Which is, like, my fourth, you know, reason for why it's kind of hard to move on. Like, a lot of people, it's hard for them. It's hard to start over because it's just, like, once again, that time that's invested and, you know, having to start over and getting to know a completely new person, you know, never knowing what those triggers are for uh you know what you've been been through in the past like it's so much that like takes place that makes it really hard for you know people to sometimes like move on i really do think um you know for me like i fear like being alone you know it's it's i feel like it's it's human nature like nobody wants to like walk this earth alone it'd be nice to like have a soulmate somebody that you can have like companionship with so I really do think that sometimes it's hard for us mentally in our mind to see us moving on with someone else other than that person or you know really like kind of maybe being exhausted from everything that's happened in a previous relationship to even wanting to give that energy to starting over like having that energy to 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 start over with somebody else and you know like be able to open your heart again to someone, I think would be a challenge for anybody. Um, another thing I feel like makes it hard to move on from a toxic relationship is um, the fear of like being accepted. I kind of feel like sometimes like we get in relationships or situations where people make us feel comfortable um, and they make us feel accepted. They, you know, kind of, we share insecurities with people that we don't share, you know, on the daily with just anybody, you know, I feel like as humans, we all have 
insecurities about ourselves and when we're finally able to like open up to someone with those insecurities and they're okay with it and we're like you know your anxiety level is like ah, you know like I can breathe like you know I've shared this with this person they're okay with it like I'm okay with it it feels like good like you can't, I feel like you can't do that with just anybody. So I feel like when, sometimes when you've basically been able to be your complete self with someone and let your defenses down and your guard down, it really makes it hard to like move on from that situation um, when it goes left or when it turns toxic because it's kind of like you're wondering like, will I ever find this again? You know, and the fact that you did like, connect with somebody on that level to completely be yourself makes it really hard to wonder whether you'll be able to connect with anybody else on that level ever again. Um, yeah, so I think that's, that's as much of, you know, relationships that I'm going to touch on today. Those are just my ideas, you know, next time, um, maybe in episode four, I can have somebody to kind of, you know, banner with, about the situation kind of get their side of it I feel like you know it would really make for a good you know conversation definitely with someone else but these are just kind of my thoughts and that are kind of going through my head on the situation so you guys definitely let me know what you think okay so here are like my top four shows that I've had time to watch on Netflix and the first one I'm going to start with is Selling Sunset um, and it's basically about selling, uh, real estate. Um, but it kind of has like a, the hills and a Laguna Beach type feel to it. Um, yeah, though, like I'm a throwback MTV, Laguna Beach, the hills type fan. Like for some reason, like that show and like it's cast and all the drama and stuff that it had, like, that had me enamored. Like, I thought that my high school, you know, was supposed to be like that, or, I don't know, maybe in my head, <laughs> that was like, I figured, like, that's how high school kids are supposed to act or something. But, yeah, um, it definitely has that type of feel to it. Um, as far as, like, dra- the drama and how people interact, if, you, um, if you're kind of into, you know, um, what is it, like, reality kind of like reality TV. Um, it definitely has like that feel to it. But like I said, it's basically um, centers around a, a new uh, real estate agent, Chriselle Stahls, who is an um, actor um, for soap operas. Um, I'm a big soap opera fan, so that's how I know who she is. Um, I know she played Amanda Dillon on All My Children, which is now defunct. And she plays Jordan Ridgeway. Um, on Days of Our Lives in a uh, recurring role right now. And she's married to Justin Hartley, who plays as Kevin on um, the NBC show This Is Us. So um, that is his wife. So basically, um, Chriselle, you know, is a new real estate agent going into this, um, working in, in this company with a bunch of um, other female real estate agents. And of course, it's going to be, you know, some drama and headbutting, you know, when you have like a bunch of females, you know, who are all trying to make uh, six figure commissions, you know, selling homes. And to me, it was just, it was, it was good. It was a good show. It was, it was catty. It was, um, you know, 
enticing in the fact of like how much money they were making, you know, selling these homes and then like kind of viewing these homes and oh man, like I would definitely, you know, suggest like taking a look at it. It's a really good show. Um another show would be on my blog. Um there's previously been a season 1, season 2 is like amazing. It has a cast starring um I think Sierra Capri, Jason Janeo, um, Diego Tenacio, um, and those are just to name a few. It has a few more. Those are just the names like right off the top of my head that I can think of. But it's it's an amazing show. The reason um, I would say that um, kind of like hooked me on to watching it is because it deals with like a broad range of um, a broad range of topics. Um, basically for young teenagers, um, it's definitely um, ori- um, oriented towards a, a population of teenagers. But I feel like as an adult, you can also watch it because we've all been teenagers before. Or you may have children who are teenagers and it kind of maybe helps you get kind of an understanding of some of the things that they go through. I feel like as far as casting wise, the, the, the cast are a lot older than the characters that they play. But as far as appearance-wise, they look actually like that they could be playing like the 14 or 15-year-old kids that they're playing in the show. Um, the current season two kind of deals with topics of um, colorism, abandonment, um, grief, PTSD, um, a lot of mental health topics. And you know, like I'm a big uh, advocate for mental health because that's the field that I work in. And I just feel like it, the the content that they you know, supplied this season was amazing and how they presented it and the storylines. And it was um, like a great amount of, um, you know, drama and um, realism and uh, comedy. It was just, it, it touched on a little bit of like, a little bit of, a little area of like everything um, as far as like you look for in a show and, I don't know, like, I really would suggest, like, watching it. It has, you know, very good, very good storylines. Very, um, uh, pretty good cast for most of these kids, um, who are starring in it. I think that they're, like, you know, just kind of now starting out in their, um, careers and maybe have, like, a few acting gigs under their belt, but they've done a phenomenal job as far as, like, the content that they're bringing, um, to this Netflix show. So, on my block, season one, season two, binge it. They've just been renewed for season three because, hey, it's that good. And it's like a Netflix original show. And I kind of feel like a lot of the Netflix original shows that they're putting out, the content is really, really good. Like, it's it's, it's worth watching. And you definitely look forward to, you know, the future seasons. The only sticky part is, like, the future seasons is, like, you know, a year from now whenever you know it's released but i mean it's it's worth the wait it's worth the wait it's worth the watch watch it um another show that i really enjoyed watching was um all american um and it was actually i think a cw show um that was on the cw is currently finished its uh, first season i think that they've been uh, renewed for a second season, which I am so happy because the show is just, the show is amazing. Um, for me, what, um, kind of like drew me into the show is it's the first show that I've kind of seen in a while that, um, the, the cast is, the, the main cast 
is um, all African-American, while the supporting cast um, are predominantly white. Um, and that's the first show that um, I've seen, you know, in a while where, you know, the cast is like that. And it basically follows um, this kid named Spencer James, who's a, a rising high school football player. And um, basically how he's like a, starts off as a student at um, South Crenshaw High. Um, when this coach comes and recruits him to start playing at um, Beverly Hills High and, you know, how his mother is supporting him, you know, in transferring schools because she wants better for, you know, her son and then kind of be out of, uh, you know, the the neighborhood that they live in because it's, you know, really rough, got like a lot of gang activity and stuff. And basically it follows like Spencer's um, transition um, from Crenshaw to, to Beverly Hills and how he interacts with you know, a lot of the other students. And then he moves in um, with the coach and kind of like gets involved with, you know, the, the coach's kids and, and the their, the kids' friends and, you know, just kind of like watching that element of like having somebody who comes from a completely different background, like come around like these kind of like rich kids. It's really, really good show. Um, um Like I said, I'm super excited that they um got renewed for a... um second season um the actor that plays the um the lead spencer james i can tell you that i could not stand him through most of like the show like if you watch it i just like his attitude in it i was just like i'm over him like by like episode three i was like i'm over this dude like come on but i feel like for you to like get that reaction out of me or that feeling shows like the depth of how good of an actor you are so yeah kudos to him um and uh, yeah like just check it out it's a really good really good show um the last one would be the chilling adventures of sabrina um which kind of takes a um more satanic horror type feel to um sabrina the teenage witch um and it stars uh kiernan shipka i believe is her name and i i think she played in a show called mad men previously before she um starred in the chilling adventures of sabrina but like i said it takes a like satanic type of feel um to it as in like they talk a lot talk a lot about like satan and praising satan different things like that but if you can get past like the the language and the 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 satan worshiping you know that's not i feel like that's not really the big part of the show but it's basically like you know sabrina basically kind of struggling between being half mortal half witch and you know embracing like both lifestyles and kind of um basically the devil sort of wanting her and whether you know like do I give my soul to him or do I, you know, like be a typical teenager just dealing with like typical teenage things? But like, like I said, it has like a really good twist um, to it. I It was something that I wasn't expecting um, as like a kid that grew up watching like the kind of wholesome Sabrina the Teenage Witch show is completely different from that, like completely Beyond beyond um the actress being like blonde and kinda wholesome and sweet at times, um, it, it completely differs from um the one where we've seen Melissa Joan Hart play Sabrina. Like it's complete completely different show. I really think that um fans 
will enjoy it or just like if you kind of like horror type shows like you'll really be into this um yeah that's pretty much like the four shows that I've really had time to watch and I'm really hoping that that gets renewed for season three because it's that good um and you guys just check the shows out so on to the hottest tracks um that are like currently out and I'm only gonna name like a few of them and just basically give you guys you know what my opinions of you know after listening to the songs um the first on the list was uh if I can't have you by uh Sean Mendez I think it just recently came out um I like Sean Mendez cool you know artist like you know I I got a few of Sean Mendez tracks in my you know in my phone in my playlist um but this one on first listen it didn't have me I'm pretty sure it'll grow on me but eh, I wasn't feeling it um the next one was I Rise by Madonna had a really good message I kind of, I've missed Madonna. Madonna's been missing for a while. And, um, yeah, just listening to it, I was like, okay, you know, got a cute little message to it. It's, you know, definitely got that Madonna take, you know, like, you basically how she's been doing a lot of her songs, you know, recently. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'm feeling this track. It was called I Rise. Um, looking forward to seeing if it has a music video or not. That'll probably make me love it more. But, you know, I, I like that one. Um, another one was Go Loco by YG. And I think it was produced by DJ Mustard because, you know, at the beginning of every one of his songs, you know, it, it, it says it. So I, that already had me. Like, I was like, I know when the beat drop, this song is going to be, you know, the shit. And it didn't disappoint. It was good. Like, I liked it. I know it has a video out. I'm probably going to go watch the video after I finish the podcast. Um, because I really like the song. So check out Go Loco by YG. Another song that I listened to, um, recently was Homicide by Logic. And it's featuring Eminem. And when I listened to it, I was like, yo, like, (laughs) this dude, Logic, he, he got some skills. He can really, he's a really good MC, like. And so I was like, this is the dude that had the 1-800 song? Because I'm telling you, like, that's the only song that I really knew by Logic. And I was getting tired of hearing that on the radio. But, you know, it really made me go check out who Logic was. You know, I watched a little interview and I was like, okay, you know, nice, nice, nice rapper. Okay, yeah. Um... And, you know, I checked out a few more of his songs and, you know, seeing that he got like a bunch of mixtapes and albums out. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to check out Logic. So I ain't going to lie today, you know, I went to the gym and I was angry for some reason. Like, for some reason, when I'm angry at the gym, I listen to rap music and it helped me get through my workout. Like, you know, I was I was in a pump, but I was listening to um, Logic's album Under Pressure, I think. And it it was really good. Like, I was like... He might have he might have a fan. You know, I'm gonna check out the rest of his work. Um, but Homicide was definitely the intro to, you know, me listening to listening to him. Um, besides the one eight hundred song. So yeah, definitely take a listen to um Homicide by Logic featuring Eminem. They both like kill the track, like seriously. Uh the next one is Me by Taylor Swift. 
Oh, Taylor Swift. Taylor goddamn Swift. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> I listen to me, and it's radio-friendly. It's it's definitely gonna be, you know, put Taylor Swift in, in the top charts, because, you know, that's what Taylor Swift does. She make those radio-friendly hits. Um... But for me, it ain't going to my playlist. It ain't nothing that you know you gonna that I'm gonna personally be playing anywhere. Um, and that's no digs to Taylor Swift because I low key like Taylor Swift. Like when her Red album came out, like Red was the Red was the shit to me. Um, but I felt like I was able to appreciate that body of work by Taylor Swift because she took a break. And it was just like when, you know, the songs start coming out, I was like, oh, you know, oh, that's Taylor Swift. I ain't heard her in a minute. But I just feel like she's been pushed down my throat for the past few years. And I don't really know what type of direction she's trying to go in or what she really trying to do as an artist um, anymore. So, yeah, it was cute. Um, next was uh, Thought About You by Tim McGraw. And, you know, I'm not really a country fan, but I listened to it and I liked it. You know, I know who Tim McGraw is. I've listened to... Uh, when he on one... Was he on one of Nelly's songs? Ain't gonna lie. Ain't gonna lie. I can't name no Tim McGraw song right off the bat. Um... Because, like I said, I don't really listen to country like that. But, like, I'm pretty sure if a Tim McGraw song came on and you played it, and I'd be like, yeah, I've heard that before, you know. Oh, that's Tim McGraw? You know, it'd kind of be like one of them type of situations. But I did listen to Thought About You, and I was like, okay, Tim, I'm feeling this. Um, But as far as, like, hot tracks, that's all I really had time to listen to right now. Um, So, you know... If you're a fan of any of those artists or if you're curious about, you know, my reaction to the songs, you know, go take a listen. Um, again, If I Can't Have You by Shawn Mendes, I Rise by Madonna, uh, Go Loco by YG, Homicide by Logic, Me by Taylor Swift, and Thought About You by Tim McGraw. Um, there's uh, a bunch of more, you know, hot tracks and, you know, artists that have had albums come out. And I would love to debate that with, um, you know, one of my co-hosts next time, um, in future episodes of music. But that's all that I'm going to give you guys today on music topics. Um, as far as like two, you know, topics that have really stood out to me as far as like in the news that, you know, I'm going to talk about today would be um last Friday like um Ice Cube was on ESPN talking about um how he wants to drop the last Friday um during the 25th anniversary of the first Friday movie which is going to be I think around April 25th or 26th of 2020 and I was like wow like it's been that long since Friday came out but I feel like that that be that that's gonna be like really dope like when it come out um because it's something that like us fans um of the friday franchise have been like waiting for you know and we're curious to see you know if, if Smokey gonna be in you know this last movie because you know if he was only in the first one 
And, you know, if they basically if they bring back any of the, you know, original cast and the cast that came along, you know, I feel like you really can't have a Friday movie without, you know, of course, Ice Cube, of course, uh, Mike Epps. Um, but, you know, having Chris Tucker in it would like make it just like dope, you know, and Cat Williams, too. So I just I'm I'm looking forward to it like that. That excited me. Like, I'm just like, okay, like when y'all drop the preview for that. I will be watching. Um, I also read that, you know, Usher's uh, lawsuit was dismissed because, you know, him and, you know, a girl reached an amicable, amicable, excuse my language, amicable solution um, as far as settling, you know, out of court with the whole herpes lawsuit that he was going through. And I feel like this is really good for Usher because... I've missed Usher as far as, like, in music. Um, And I feel like that whole, you know, herpes lawsuit and, you know, that chapter of his life, like, it really, it really kind of hurt his career a little bit. Um, I wouldn't say that it hurt his legacy because, like, Usher music will, you know, like, forever, you know, do what it do. But I just kind of feel like as far as, like, anything that he was, like, looking forward to putting out now it definitely put a damper on it. Like I didn't, I hadn't paid any attention to anything, but what was going on as far as that, you know, that lawsuit. And then, you know, like still processing the fact that this man got herpes, like Usher, you know, but yeah. Um, so I was like crazy. And then the, um, the guy that plays the voice of Winnie the Pooh, Jim, Jim, Jimmy Cummings or Jim Cummings or something like that. He in some shit. And I'm just like, oh, dear, like you're messing with my childhood. Like, I can't believe these allegations that your wife is, um, you know, putting against you. But, you know, the truth to that shall prevail, you know. Or come to the light when it when it shall. I don't really know how I feel about that. Uh, but yeah, those are just like three topics that like I seen right off the bat that you know I was clicking like what the hell. Um, so yeah. Um, but that's all I got for you guys today. Um, next time on the next podcast, you can definitely look for us to talk more um, on relationships. You know, I'm thinking maybe touching on uh, gaslighting in relationships. Um, if you don't know what that is, that's basically like somebody um, purposely upsetting you or saying something to upset you or get a reaction out of you. And I feel like that's an important topic to talk about in relationships. And I think I got the perfect co-host to talk about that with. And we're going to, you know, chop it up about some more, you know, uh hot topics in music, topics uh currently going on in society in pop culture, um and more Netflix more Netflix shows, definitely. And hopefully some movies because I couldn't tell you guys the last time that I got to go to the movies. Um but it's definitely been quite a few movies out that I've wanted to see and I just got to get on it. But, you know, it's life. We all have, you know, jobs and requirements and so, you know, but I'm going to start trying to, you know, make time, make time to check some of this stuff out. But thank you guys for tuning in to episode three. 
Um, hopefully, you know, you got something out of the content that I provided today. Hopefully you come back and listen again. Um, definitely, uh, give me some feedback on what you think. Um, comment, like, share. Yeah. And I will see you guys episode four coming soon. Thanks.